Well, welcome, 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 everyone. Welcome to another Pause Reset Brunch Podcast. My name is Natalie Francis Clark, and today I have a wonderful um, guest. Her name is Joycelyn Daly, and I will start out reading Joycelyn's bio. So Joycelyn Daly is affectionately known as May or JD. However, you may hear members of the Atlanta Panyarders mass band call her Mama Feathers. Joycelyn is part owner of Panyarders, a mass band that is a part of the Atlanta DeKalb Carnival, which takes place on Memorial Weekend. One of her nieces described her as someone who loves to have fun and one who enjoys celebrating and being a part of the Caribbean culture. Joycelyn was born on the island Montserrat where her love of life was shaped. Her father was Richard Bush Piper Scarrett, an icon who also loved the culture and encouraged others to enjoy it through music. It is fair to say she inherited this joyous and festive spirit. Joycelyn is a mother, grandmother, aunt, and so much more. The accountant by day believes in working hard for her accomplishments. You can catch Joycelyn and her business partner's creativity on the road on May 28th with Atlanta Pan Yachters Mass Band. To contact Joycelyn for mass info, go to www.panyottersmass.com. So let us welcome... Joycelyn Daly, JD, aka May. Welcome, welcome, May. Hey, Nat, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. So, before I even begin, I like to, you know, just start off by seeing are you drinking anything, eating anything right now? Right now, I can tell you I'm just sipping on some water. How about you? Well, right now, I have a glue gun in my hand. <laughs> she's working working, yes we're getting ready for carnival in atlanta awesome so so may let me ask you and um people just know i may call her may i may call her jd i may call her joycelyn but it's all the same person so when did you realize you loved mass um actually I remember um, in Montserrat, um, Joellen Roberts and her um, bringing um, the troops and her, you know, her costumes are usually really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so I started admiring it from then. Um, and then, of course, we moved to Boston. And Boston has beautiful masks, the, you know, the big things on wheels. And so, but I never really got into making it. I always just admired it until I moved to Atlanta. And that's when I got into it. So when did you play your first mass? Um, in Montserrat. Mm-hmm. Um, Nellie, my stepmom, you know, encouraging us to play mass. Um, one or two times and I played once I believe in Boston but I I always liked looking at it Mm. and um, so I never really participated in Boston I just always on Blue Hill Ave just to admire the mass okay and when did you make your first mass I'm just curious (laughs) 
Um, when I <laughs> when I came to Atlanta, um, I was with the band called We Kind of Thing, mm-hmm. and um, and I just decided, you know, maybe we should try to, you know, make something. And I approached um, Charles Baker, um, and he's um, he's the co-owner of Panyatas, and so. We decided to try, and the, I must say the first one came out pretty good. And then we did another piece, which won um, Queen. And then we decided to go on our own. Nice, nice. So, as we, um, you know, we see different different mass bands and everything. Do you feel like the meaning of Carnival is misunderstood at times? I think so. I think um, the younger people, um, they're just involved with their revelry. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know that they know the history of it. And it has evolved um, like everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think people need to understand their history and something so beautiful as, as Carnival and where it came from, mm-hmm. I think they should, you know, understand what it is. And it's just not, it's not just revelry, it's music, it's art, you know, it's our struggles, you know, all mixed up mm-hmm. into this thing called Carnival. Understood. So... I know you said that, you know, you and your business partner decided, hey, let's, let's branch out. But what was the determining factor that made you guys decide to create Atlanta Panyata's Mass? So let me just step back one second and okay. I'll tell you why I wanted to. Um, initially, I wanted to do it um, because of the masquerade. Montserrat masquerades. That was my initial thought that I would bring the masquerades to Atlanta with a different twist. Okay. And um, and, and before you go further, just explain the masquerade that you're talking about in Montserrat. Um, you know, growing up in Montserrat, we have the masquerades. And from what I remember is that they come out at Christmas time. Um, mostly, and um, there would dance, and I just remember the the costumes with the mirrors on it, and you know when the sun hits it, and they're dancing, and um, but I never really understood the meaning of it as, until I start getting older, mm-hmm. and you see, you see the struggles. In the masquerades, because mm-hmm. if you look at them, the mask with the blue eyes mm-hmm. and w- what it represented back then, um, and then this the whip. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. with that, I just wanted I wanted to bring it to Atlanta, and um, but I w- I wanted to add a little twist to it. I wanted to add some more bling to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, but at the time, I approached a few people, and they weren't interested in that. Okay. So, 
Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of my idea kind of it's still there, but um, you know. Never too late. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, and you can still bring it, bring it with a different twist. Mm-hmm. There's always it's you know, it's always in your interpretation of things. It's artwork. Mm-hmm. So you can pretty much do something a little different. Maybe I will one day. Yes, I encourage it. I I look forward to it. Um, you know, I I do know uh, also fellow monstration here, so I do I do enjoy the masquerade. And it's funny. I used to think it was only Munta who did the masquerade until I got older. And then you see Diana has their their um, form of masquerade. Um, yeah, and thank you. Know, yeah, Grenada and so forth. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's, I think it's something that definitely can be done. Definitely. Absolutely. So going back, um, I know I had asked you, what was the deciding factor for you and your business partner to form Atlanta Panyarders Mass? Um, I think we just wanted to add to, to the, um, you know, build upon what was already here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to make it a little bigger and, um, you know, try to put Atlanta on the on the world stage because, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's a growing community. There's a lot of Caribbean people here. Mm-hmm. They're not concentrated in one area. They're all over. So why not, mm-hmm. you know? And how many how many years has um, has the band been around? I think we're going on our tenth year. I think this year will be our tenth presentation or something like that. Oh wow! Yeah, it's Time been a while, time. and it's a lot of hard work. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's a lot of hard work. Yeah, share um, some of the challenges. Um, some of it, well, it's a lot of time um to to make these costumes it's um when you don't go with um the status quo it's hard to get masqueraders to to play so you know it's it's very challenging it it takes a lot of money Mm -hmm. and um when you first come out you know it takes a lot of capital if you want to do it right Mm -hmm. um and that's one of the biggest channel challenges is you know you make you make the investment and for the first how many years you don't get anybody anything back even now it's, it's a struggle to get anything back on what your investment and you just turn around and reinvest it into the production mm-hmm. so and the challenge and another challenge you're a small band Mm-hmm. Um, whereas if you're a big band, you have more masqueraders to spread your 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 um, cost across. But when you're when you're a tiny band, um, the challenges become financial. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I do know that you know, even though yes, you know, you guys are a a, a small size band. Do you plan on keeping it that way? Or is there a reason um, why you want to keep the numbers that way? We we wanted to maintain the authentic, 
density of our mass. And so we, I mean, we could get other designers to come on board mm-hmm. and that's a way of, you know, growing your band. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just wanted to keep it small. Um, one of the things that we do, we travel to different cities mm-hmm. um, to promote carnival. So say for instance, um, we've gone to Houston, we've gone to New Orleans, and these are small carnival, mm-hmm. but we, we bring something to the table. So we, we travel to promote these, these small carnival. We go to Columbia, we go to Raleigh. As a matter of fact, we go almost every year we go to Raleigh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, um, so we, we just try to, to keep it small. Um, whereas I know some of the other groups, they, you know, they have different designers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just never know. Maybe we'll do that in the future. Okay. I guess never say never. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I know um, that you said that you know some bands they do collaborate with other designers international designers and so forth is Panyata's mask done in-house yes um I pretty much um Charles and I do pretty much the designs mm-hmm. um when it comes to like colors and stuff like that I'll coordinate with the colors um you know, when we, we do come up with a theme, mm-hmm. um, we try to we, we try to portray the, the theme. And so, um, you know, we um, will have powwows about how we're going to do this. Um, some of the wire bending, like for a big mass, Charles does the wire bending for that um like the smaller frames like we try to to get young people to play you have to go with the you know the frames that they they like so we'll go we'll purchase stuff like that from Trinidad okay you know yeah sometimes we try to make it a little different Mm -hmm. you know to set ourselves apart but we try to invest a lot in the big, the bigger costumes. Okay. That's where we invest our time. So what exactly is the process from idea to on the road? So we, um, we go back and forth on an idea. Mm-hmm. And then we... Um, we'll talk about how we're going to portray that idea. And sometimes, sometimes we'll have to put down that idea because it's, you know, it's near impossible sometimes to, to, to um, go ahead and portray the, you know, some of these ideas. Mm-hmm. And you have to think about cost because Atlanta market is still not like a Boston or a Miami where people, you know, although this year, you know, people are paying for the, a lot of, a lot more money for their costumes. Okay. So I shouldn't say that anymore. Mm-hmm. They're paying big money for their costume because they have, you know, the designers that have come to Atlanta this year, you know, people are really paying 
for their, you know, the costume. But anyway, we all come up with an idea. We go back and forth as to how we're going to portray it. Mm-hmm. Usually, being a small band, we'll go with three or four sections. And um, we'll try to to portray the theme in these three or four sections. And, you know, and it's a lot of, um, it's a lot of work because you have to source fabric, you have to source gems and, you know, things that gonna portray that, you know, that portrayal. Um, you know, it's, it's just, a, it's a lot um, that goes into it. So that's on the back end. Mm-hmm. Um, where sometimes you know you have bands that do drawings. We don't do drawings. Um, we kind of freestyle it because we our, our drawing skills are not that well, not not that good, <laughs> not that good. So um, so yes, so it takes quite a few quite a few months to to get the the theme settled, then another few months to source the, the materials and, and get stuff in place. And then um, we'll start, you know, building building these things out. Sometimes it, it goes all the way. Sometimes we have to make changes, drastic changes, or dash one idea. It's a long process. It's, you know, it's almost a year to get things, you know, on the road. So during our downtime for um, for COVID, we did do a few things. Mm-hmm. So it takes a while. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay, so that's done. Um, it takes you a while. You source the materials and then... You get ready for the band launch. For the, which for is the band really launch. Which is where we yes, this is where we present our costumes for for the the year. Mm-hmm. And then um, then after after that presentation, we go right into production. Um, and you know. Okay, so after the so after the band launch, because I I want to know how it is when you get on the road. Um, you know how is how is that build up like? Okay, you know, so um, you know you have to you have to get your um while building out the mass, you're doing different things. You know you have to. There's a lot of um. Okay, so this is where your cost starts coming in. You have to secure your truck, your music, um, um, to get on the road. We have to pay our fees, mm-hmm. um, our band fees. Um, and this year we have additional fees because with COVID, it seems like everything went up. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. And in preparation for the road, you know, we have a few vendors that we deal with. So we, you know, in terms of our food for our masqueraders. So all that is secured after band launch. And as time 
go, you know, as we get closer to to Carnival Day, we start tweaking things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have to get your water, your juices, and all that. You know, you know. So is is a lot of is a lot of work, especially if you don't have the volunteers or yes, and you have mm-hmm. to get volunteers to help you on the road. And sometimes, you know, that's that's a little difficult um, to find people mm-hmm. to um, to help out. So, so I know I've played um, mass with other bands mm-hmm. and, and I've also played with Panyadas. So I'm letting people know that the quality over the last years cannot be denied. Um, costumes last. Um my costume has yet to fall apart on the road. <laughs> I'm just letting people know that um, that you know you guys are well into the details of the handiwork that you do. So I just want to put that out there. I'm not being biased. It's it's, it's true for me. Comparing from other bands who who have I guess more years of experience to yeah. um, a band who is fairly new and who. Uh, majority of this stuff is done in house. I just want to put that out there in the atmosphere. Some of, some of the other bands, you know, their costumes, and most most like most most times, your costume is, is just for one use. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're paying for that one experience. Whereas with us, we we try to make the costumes so they last. So if you you come with us out of town. Mm-hmm. You know, well, yes, you have minimal repairs sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so we try to make it, you know, so that it will last for a couple of um, a couple of rounds on the road. Mm-hmm. So, so we mentioned in the bio, uh, it mentioned your, your your dad. Yeah, and he was pretty much like a an icon on on Muncha. What what was it like, um, you know, uh, with your dad, his love of of culture, and what what was it like being Bush? My dad, my dad, Mister Piper. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just he likes to have fun. Mm-hmm. That that's one one thing I remember about him. Um. We used to have lots of different activities. We used to give parties. Um, like say, for instance, today was, was Easter Monday. We would be fetting on the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, every Easter Monday, we have like a big bash on the, on the beach. Um, during carnival time, if the town is dead, we're going to raise the level. Mm-hmm. He is going to pull a permit and we are going to jump on the road. Um, he had one of the biggest mm-hmm. sound systems in Munstrat, Champion Sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, when Champion Sounds kick off, everything, I mean, <laughs> folks used to complain about the music too loud, but you can stay from miles and miles away and hear his system. That was him. He has he had a restaurant, Blue Dolphin. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a bar down on the waterfront. Um, I remember as a child, um, Jingles. We used to um, we used to have a bar there on the weekends. That's something he tried. 
um, when I left Montserrat, I believe he did um, parties at Mulcair in Kinsale. Um, and he had one of the, the most fun bands in Montserrat. We had the Iron Band. And if people from Kinsale and Charles will tell you, when the Iron Bands come through and it crosses the bridge into town, it was just Bacchanal. And that was, that right there was a lot of fun for me. Um, he's always, um, always into his music. That was a big part of our life. Mm-hmm. I remember my friend Arrow saying to me, one thing I must say about your dad, festival will always be lively once he's around. Those are, big, those are big shoes to fill. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Champion sounds. Hmm. Um, so May, when you left Montserrat, mm-hmm. when you went to Boston. Yes. How was that? Was that like a cultural shock? <laughs> that was a, definitely a cultural shock for me, Nat. Um, I just it's like the shock of my life, I tell you. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you an example where we got off the plane that night and my brother-in-law picked picked us up he had this beautiful plush seat Buick Mm -hmm. and so we were riding down the highway floating down the highway and you're seeing all the lights and you're all excited you're in this new city and the next thing in the morning the first place they took you was Dudley Station Mm -hmm. you're like what the hell (laughs) (laughs) I just remember being shocked it was so dirty I was like, <laughs> so all the glitz and glamour at night, and then in the morning, it was just, ugh. And then the cold, oh mm-hmm. my. Um, the cold was very, oh, you know, Boston is very cold. Yeah. And the snow. Hence, I live in, hence, I don't live in Boston anymore because I could not take the snow. And the yeah. long winters, it was it was too much. Yeah, it's bone. It was bone chilling cold, mm-hmm. and um, and I just I just remember high school. High school was shocking for me, um, because you know in Montserrat when we went to school, we were all in uniforms, and there were you know rules and as to how you should behave. And when I went, when I went to high school, Dorchester High, I was, I was a little taken aback by that, that experience, but you quickly have to fall in line. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, with the school and it, it, it was very, it, it was definitely different mm-hmm. because, you know, the kids will teach, teach, um, teach you because of your accent and, and stuff like that. That's not, I don't think that goes on anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, people are a little bit more accepting these days, mm-hmm. but back then, um, definitely. And I, you know, you met up with some other Caribbean students that made it um, 
your experience a little nicer. And it's funny because um, I, I, you know, I guess I adapted, you know, I, I became a little comfortable in my skin. Whereas when I got to my senior year in school, you know, I ran for treasurer and I won. And I wasn't like popular, but you know, okay. was, so you yeah. From, so you went from the treasurer in your senior year of high school, <laughs> and now you're an accountant. Okay. <laughs> yes, but um, it was it was definitely different. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to say, Boston is would always be my my second home from Montserrat. Mm-hmm. There's something special about it. Maybe mm-hmm. because it's your first experience here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's a lot of monstrations there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have a sense of community because they have you know, the Monstrations Fans Club. So you, you have like a meeting place for monstrations. Mm-hmm. So it, it will always be home. Mm-hmm. So apart from making costumes for the, you know, for the road, Mm-hmm. If someone wanted to, um, let's say they were doing an event and they wanted costumes made, do you do those type of things um, as well? As a matter of fact, I do. I work with a group here, um, Caribbean dancers, and um, I, you know, she um, she reaches out to me to make their costumes. So I do do that. Um, and I've been doing it for a few years for her. And I've had a couple of, because of her, I've had other clients that came along. Um, I've had people rent our costumes. Um, oh. Yeah, for parties. We've done presentations for schools. Um, you know, schools downtown Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, we've, you know, We've gone to the school for the kids. Um, we had some pieces that, you know, you know, the little kids get excited over butterflies. And so we had stuff like that. We've done things like that. Nice. Okay. Um, now, do they, would they get a hold of you through, um, through Panyana's Mass or do they contact you directly for that? Um, sometimes they contact me directly. Um, Sometimes it's through the website, okay. Um, but most times is you know they contact me directly. Okay. And um, if someone is listening right now in the Atlanta area, how can they reach yeah. you just in case? Um, six one seven three five nine four eight seven five. And you see that she she kept her Boston number, people. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, some of our costumes been on some, you know, because of um, Caribbean dancers, mm-hmm. some of our costumes been on, you know, appeared on some shows, Atlanta shows. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So now Atlanta uh, Carnival is coming up in May. Mm-hmm. Is it too late mm-hmm. for anyone to register to play Master Paniatas? Um, we, we still accept some stragglers if we have body wear for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we will take them. 
Okay. All right. And what's the website again for Panyatas? It's panyatasmass.com. Okay. All right. So I'm very appreciative that you decided to do this. People, you don't know how hard it was to have her come along to do this. Um, I know that. And it's just because it gets so crazy now um, at this time. Um, This is what happens. You're a career woman by day. This is your, this is, you know, this is a, a business. You know, and yeah. that's one of the things that people need to know. This is a business. It's not, it's not a hobby. It's, it's a actual business. So you got to get everything in a row. So trust me, I understand. Yeah. And once you take people's money, you have to, you have to be able to deliver. So okay. it, it takes a lot of, you know. Exactly. Because we've heard stories about people not getting costumes. Yeah. So money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I get it. Yes. And um, I want to say thank you from from the beginning. You've been a huge supporter of Panetta's. And I just want to say thank you. Oh, no problem. It's a pleasure. I, 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 I believe in supporting friends when they do things or, you know. So yeah, well, it's nice to see, you know, your country people, um, a familiar face in the in the crowd. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I do appreciate you. Thank you. Well, Joycelyn Daly, aka May, aka <laughs> JD, thank you for being my guest um, for the April podcast. And um, thank you once- for having me, Natalie. <laughs> Oh, it's a pleasure. And see, it wasn't that bad. (laughs) No, it wasn't. (laughs) So I just want to tell you, thank you once again. Have an awesome, awesome, awesome rest of the week. And um, for anyone out there, if you are interested in being a guest on Pause Reset Brunch, you may visit naturalandting.com or you can send me an email at pauseresetbrunch at gmail.com. Once again, I want to thank Joycelyn Daly of Atlanta Panyada's Mass for being um, my guest today. Thank you so much, May. It was my pleasure. Thank you. Awesome.